I just want to start from the outset to say that any decision we make today may change tomorrow. In order to have the best expert advice, we have commissioned... Supercoach 360. <laughs> the time's going up. It's recording. And now, ladies and gentlemen, time for the show. Mate, 100%. We need to find out why they think it's okay to say anything. It's certainly one of the greatest challenges in the history of the game. That's what they want to try and do. Megastar to megastar! In this regard, we're leaving every option on the table. Excellent. Oh, what was that, something special! You know what? Uh, that's not talent. Oh. Supercoach 360! The best way to handle these things is to stay measured, stay calm, you know, live your life as normal. Unless we start finding it off the people... Who actually just do it? It makes a little ordinary life feel a little bit better for that man. Make sure you're crook. Supercoach 360 podcast. If the time is going up, it's recording. How you doing? Welcome to Supercoach 360. It is your boy, Jazzy J. Here we are in the coach's box to talk all things Anzac round, round seven. Have a look at what is coming up in round eight, all things NRL Supercoach, as we do each and every Tuesday. Sorry, we are a little bit late tonight. Louis once again, not with us. A little bit late, you know. Well, I think we've been worse, let's be honest. But we're going to try and pump through it. We do have heaps to talk about this week. Uh, obviously, it was a massive week with some huge, huge scores. Um, there's going to, there's now uh, a few early guilty pleas at the judiciary. We've just had a little bit of a look before. Um, <laughs> we've just had a little bit of a look before we've jumped on. Um, so I think, uh, do we know what Tupo's gotten yet? A week. week. Yeah, that's it. so he managed to get away with the week. Olaquatu's gotten a week. Uh, so there's definitely some Supercoach relevance in there. What are we going to do with that? Who are the big must-haves? I mean, it's the big four. It's like the big four banks, isn't it? You've got to have Pappy. You've got to have uh, Cleary. You've got to have Talakai. Who's the fourth one? You're telling the story. Nico yeah. Hines. <laughs> Nico Hines. See, he's not in my team, so I keep forgetting about him, which I shouldn't do because the guy what about is scoring Munster? like a machine. Well, we've, I mean, that's it. We got Those are the ones who went over 150. Munster didn't crack the 150, did he? No, yeah. Go to 110. Yeah, that's it. So he's getting there. Don't get me wrong, plenty of centuries around. Some huge Hines scores. didn't go 150 this week. Pardon? Hines only went 97 this week. Uh, yeah, I know, but he's done, he's done 150 okay. a few times now, hasn't he? He's done high 100s, He's, just constant uh, centuries. Yeah, it's insane. So, um, boys, my two faithful companions, thank you. What's up? Yeah, we got Bergs, we got Con. Thank <laughs> you for doing? joining in, tuning in, listening to us wherever you are. Uh, if you're on Facebook, make sure you jump in the comments, say good day, let us know where you're at, what you're doing, ask us a question, and we will kick on through. So, I think uh, first things first is probably the team list twist. Uh, so thanks to Ross Mann once again. He's been pumping out heaps of content on the Supercoach360 website. So make sure you head over there, supercoach360.com. Uh, who have we got this week? Broncos. Broncos Sharks first game. No changes. Sharks, Dale Finucane returns. McKinnis drops back to the bench. Braden Trindle to the reserves. Wade Graham named on the extended bench. So watch this space. Titans v Panthers. Jermaine Asako dropped. Brimo to fullback. Uh, Will Smith replaces AJ Brimson at 5'8", which could be very, very interesting. Fafita moves back to the edge. Um, Phil Sammy returns with Patrick Herbert moving to centre. Just on that, I think Jaden Campbell was named in the extended squad, so he could be a late inclusion and Brimo stay at six. I sort of hope not, to be honest, but let's see what happens. I'll be honest, he's, he's surely got a... Be one of the blokes talking about like getting moved along. Um, oh, look, I don't know. Let's get through the team uh, list and then we'll have we'll, we'll come back. Over. 
Anyway. Yeah. Okay. If that's going to go in your Berks' rant section, you should have told me this pre-show. Anyway, Panthers, no changes. Um, South v. Manly. South, Tane Milne out suspended. Isaiah Tass comes into the squad. Silver, uh, Silver Havili replaces Jacob Host on the bench, uh, who's out with an injury. Manly, Marty Tapao returns from COVID. Tolfafal Sipley drops back to the bench. Kepi replaces Andrew Davey. Uh, Amolo Olakwatu uh, out suspended. Ethan Bullimore's got his place this week. Kurt DeLui replaces Taniella Paseca on the bench, who's out with an injury. Oh, man, Manly is just mass changes. Toltau Cooler starts from Morgan Harper, who has been dropped. Maybe he just needs a couple of weeks to get his mental back after the beating he took physically and mentally the other night. The yeah. poor bugger. I mean, look, I wouldn't want that running at me for 80 minutes. I wouldn't want that running at me once. Well, he was lucky. He only ran in for 40 minutes. <laughs> he sort of hung up the pool cue after halftime, Talakai. See, I, I, I didn't get to watch the game that night. Scored so 16 really... points in the second half, I think you'll find. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talakai so, dropped off. Yeah, it's one of them things. The whole, whole Sharks team dropped off. Anyway, back to... Managed to, managed to hold on. Anyway, uh, Warriors v. Raiders. Warriors, Dallin Martini's Lesniak is out with a head knock. Um, quite a head knock if you saw it. Like, I think that is an understatement to say the least. But he has been replaced by Rocco Berry. Edward Cosi dropped, replaced by Velami Valea. So the people that held on, good on you. Yep. Josh Curran <laughs> out injured, replaced by Bailey Sirinan. Aaron Penne out with a suspension. Jack Murchie and Eliasia Katoa come onto the bench for the Raiders. Elliot Whitehead returns from that horrible injury he sustained at training last week. Um, with Adam Elliott dropping back to the bench, Harry Rushton is out of the side. Uh, Bulldogs v Roosters. Naden returns from COVID, replacing Jacob Kraz. Jake Av- Avarillo also returns from COVID, replacing Ockenbore. Uh, and Ava Suofamangi uh, returns, replacing Billy. Four, oh, not going to try that, but the dude on the bench. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Roosters, Kevin Nakima. Um, Is it beyond the um, Replaces Danny Tupo, who's out suspended for the one week. Eels v Cowboys, Eels no changes. Dylan Brown named in the centres again. So, bang, that's my decision. I'm moving to Munster this week. Cowboys, no changes. Knights v Storm for the Knights. Dane Gagai out injured, replaced by Simi Sasagi. For the Storm, Tyron Wishart replaces Chris Lewis on the bench. Dragons v Tigers, final game of the round. Dragons, Jack Bird been named despite Dragons saying uh, he broke his arm. Josh Maguire replaces Jaden Sewer in the starting side. Tyrell Fuimeono comes onto the bench. Uh, for the Tigers, Stafford Toa replaces Dane Laurie at fullback. Oliver Gildart uh, into the centres. And Kalmatur Lungi returns. Alex Safarth drops to the bench. That'd be a good game, I think. Which one? Dragons-Tigers. Yeah. <laughs> the Battle of the South. I just think it'd be a good game. Yeah. The way they've both been chugging along pretty nicely. Coming off wins. One of them has to lose next week. So, yeah. Yeah. It'd be a good game to watch. I think. Mm-hmm. I didn't think I'd ever say that. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not a fortnight ago. Nah, but they've been playing some good footy, both teams. So, yeah, didn't mind it at all. All right. Wow, you are full of energy tonight, aren't you? I've Berks? still got a headache, guys. I've had a headache for weeks now. It's outrageous. 
It's okay, buddy. I had an MRI six years ago. So no, I was in January or February or something. Well, let's see if we can't take some pressure off that old noggin of yours then, Bergs, I believe. Let's get us started. You've got a few rants you're going to go on tonight, so let's just pick one of them and go with it. So, the pod captains. Uh, that's not really a rant. It's just something I had a thought... Like, Really, if you try last couple of weeks, like you might have got Defee the other week as a pod captain, I think. But other than that, it's you've had to really either jump on Nath or you've had to jump on um, Nico or you've had to jump on Pappenhausen. And if you're sort of jumping on them guys, you, you're hundreds of points in front. Like, I missed the boat on Pappy this week after his two low scores the last couple of weeks, but... I got his I got his one ninety eight the time before and it was a good moment. Uh, anyone who's jumped on Nafe the last couple of weeks after buying him, master strokes, you know what I mean. Um, it's just one of them things. If it, I know it's not bad to have a pod captain in the back of your head, but any anyone going to keep up with these guys? You know, like um, can you really like Talakai on the weekend? Great VC option. Those who ballsed up and straight up captained him, but in saying that, it's only a half a football. He could have went on with that for a two hundred point haul, if he really wanted to. If he just continued on after half time, but he didn't. Do you know yeah. how many of those points were scored Mork and Harper off, but? Nah. Uh, Olakwatu off. Sorry, in the bin. Nah, I don't. I don't know exactly how many, but there was definitely points scored while he was off the field. Um, and it was a that was another thing. Poor decision, like. I'm going to take it from Talakai. I know what from, you're doing. But so, so, hold on. What was your question? Like, before we take it off Talakai like and just, you go on to your other Is the pod captain dead? Like, I know come origin time, pod captains will be a thing. But when Nath or or Pappenhausen and that are playing, you, you definitely just have to go one of them. Like, well, are yeah. you sort of shooting yourself in the foot by... Nath, going at Payne Huss for a safe 80. Like. Nath pretty much sets up all his team's tries and kicks their goals. So when they rack up points, Nathan's racking up points and Paps pretty scores a lot of the Storm tries and kicks all their goals again. Well, it's like you said the other day with Nath. He, he ticks all the boxes. Nico like, Hines also does the same thing theory. for his team. So, they, yeah, I that, just don't have them in the same category as like putting 70 on like the Storm did or Panthers... I don't need to have to see the Sharks scoring points like them. No, especially not as against the, the better teams. Yeah. But, yeah, are you shooting yourself in the <clears throat> foot by, I know, at some Trying point... Trying to think outside the box a little bit too much. <laughs> well, just, well, not just well, that. If, you, if you've got to that point where you you still want to try and chase points and you think pod captain is the way to go, is is it not? I, I think no. For me, I think you've sort of got to go with the grain. If you're looking for pods... You got to try to find the guys that are going to go on runs All right. more so than a captaincy. Hold on, you know I'm, gonna, what I mean? I'm, I'm just going to I'm just going to pull this up for a second, right? Because everyone's talking about the podcasters and how everyone on all the podcasts have steered people off CSC for Talakai, and us included. I believe there is a not a question, but it's a comment on the question post about how hey, thanks guys, you pretty much screwed me because we've all talked people out of Talakai too, and I understand the reasonings why, and I haven't jumped on as well. But as the information source and as the discussion point, we all we all wrote off Talakai. Now, if you went the pod captain this week and you put your big balls on the table Thursday night game straight C. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Then, bang. Yeah, you chose. He, he was the highest scoring captain this week, and you pulled those extra 20 points, which if you do well, have a similar there. team. How many people actually captained him? Can you see that? Or? Um, where do you see that? Um, like it's just one of them things. Like, it, granted, he was he was a one-off dude, but I don't think he's highly owned, and that's due to yeah, he burned a lot of people last year. And I think what I'm slowly learning this year, and, and I'm a fucking slow learner, guys. So sorry because that's obviously something that we instill back onto you. If we're slow learners, then the information we're given second, if you know what <laughs> I mean. Um, but I think you got to start most years just with a clean slate on on most people. Like I've I've judged too many people over the years and just said I can't do that person because they've shot me in the foot. Whereas if I would have jumped on Talakai when he he started getting started and he was scored back to back hundreds for like what three I'm, or four weeks I'm now. I'm just putting it out there, three man. Four weeks. If Talakai is going to be able to keep up this form, I think even at 700k, he's the IPAP of last year. You've got to get on. I mean, that's not even talking about the IPAP of this year, which is IPAP because wow, IPAP, especially on the weekend, like same thing, another huge score. Um, Talakai, 1.1% captain, 2.9% vice captains. So there wasn't even many people that tried to run the loop with him. Yeah. People that did benefited. The people that didn't have to drop a player from their squad and then cop an AE, especially if they've got some garbage in their team. There was a few low scores floating around out there this week. And then straight up, they benefit on it. So I think the pod captain isn't dead. I think you've just got to have the pods. I personally think we're going with the grain a lot this year. The funny thing is, I know a lot of people who... Um, obviously super coach quite hard and there's a bunch of people who haven't started the year great and whose people whose advice has been solid but for some reason they're not following their own advice i mean i know that feeling well you know it's just it 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 comes down to the thing like at the start of the year if you've been coaching now for five years say four or five years like you have jazzy even you came in with the thought in back your head teddy's a must-have Whereas if you were to cut your losses after three rounds for Nico Hines... I'd be cheering. You'd be way, wise, way I'd in be front. Way, yep. But we all think into our heads, Teddy's coming good, Teddy's coming good. And then there was a few others. Like, um, I was lucky. I got, on, I got on Mitch Moses. As much as my gut said, don't do it, I thought, no, Mitch has got the 10-round the dream run there. Like, it's just... It's Mitch's time if he's going to do anything. And Mitch hasn't let me down. I've been lucky in that department. But... A lot of people stayed off Mitch because of his the last four or five years where he'll get you a 120, but around that he's getting you 530s or a 55 in amongst all that shit, which keeps you sort of semi-interested. But he's, he's let a lot of people down, whereas this year, game next level, it's not quite an eighth, but... That one is. You know, it's, <clears throat> he's, a, he's just a different kettle of fish, but... It's one of them things, if you if you pick the right dudes and if you cut your losses early, like Luke Smith, I think, taught us last year, cut Teddy just before price rises, and I think he'd even scored okay. 
up until that point and then just said, no, I've got to go this way with the Pappenhausen until Pappenhausen copped his head knock, I think. But he got way in front and was up there for ages due to just cutting his losses with Teddy. And I think I'm, gu- it's, I'm guilty of it definitely with Talakai. I was very guilty of not saying, yeah, jump on, because last year he hit me for 20s and 30s, and this was playing 80 minutes as a, as a strike second row, but he wasn't getting any ball. The, the halves weren't giving him the ball that he's getting now. Like their centres, like I heard on the com- on the commentary the other night, they get the earliest and best ball in the comp. And you see it with Jesse Ramian. He goes pretty well most weeks, like doesn't score the tries, but he gets him on the front foot with his tackle break abilities and shit. And then... Blokes like Talakai finishing it off and, and Ronaldo. You know, you see with Ronaldo's scores, I think he's averaging over 100 uh, for the five-round average, not a three-round average. So he's constantly doing it out there. So, yeah, it's one of them things. Like, I'm spewing. I didn't tell people jumping. I'm spewing in jump on myself. And it was just due to the fact that I didn't have the balls to do it from being burnt in prior mm. seasons where I think... Coming into a fresh season, you got to give them that fresh start. Some of them, not all of them, but <laughs> well, there are blokes who just don't have it. You know, they're not super coach relevant. They never will be. Yes and no. I was at Papali. He was never super coach relevant. Never looked like he was going to be. He definitely moved is. to Parramatta from the Warriors and bang. But at some point, you knew he was coming relevant. Oh, did you? Yeah, at, I, 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 at points last year, uh, I think two years ago when he first came to Para, it wasn't last year, it was the year before last, wasn't it? No, it was last year, last they year got him on a bargain deal and yeah, you just went crazy. Well yeah, like halfway through the year everyone had him. Some, sometimes people just click later than others and sometimes people move to a better system that suits their style and well, there's plenty of factors that can contribute to someone turning from a dud to a stud or vice versa. I mean, let's have a look. Bulldog moves to Storm, Nick Meany does well. Storm moves to Bulldogs, and need I say more? Who? Josh Which, Adekar. I mean, back-to-back back hundreds, bro. What are you to be talking honest, about? He's probably doing the best out of any Bulldogs player, but yeah. Back-to-back hundreds, <laughs> and we got old mate Bur- chugging along nicely. Birdo King. leaves Penrith, goes to Bulldogs. Yeah. You get what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> too, too much riding on one dude again. So, like, seeing as we're talking Bulldogs, do you want to have your rant about TPJ? You're over that now? No, I'm sort of over that now because there's better things to rant on about. Like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> what I want to do, want to have a rant about is after coaches, this is real coaches, mind you, not just us as coaches, like super coaches, but real coaches now seem to think it's a great idea to whack marquee players in the centres. Like we've seen, yeah, granted injuries, but... Fafita, Dylan ten, Brown. Ten people could have easily plugged that hole. Fermor could have played centre, for fuck's sake, at the, the Titans. Why do they love um, Fermor so much and they're just David Fafita's on the outer? I what don't is know. wrong with the Titans? I don't know. And then you... Well, Dill Bags. Dill Bags has probably been one of the form 5.8s and 5.8s have been hard to come by this year. And we know we noticed just by Supercoach, like, his stocks have gone up. As a five-eighth, you know what I mean, compared to last year where he wasn't doing as much work, he wasn't scoring tries, he wasn't offering the football that he's offering up this year. I don't know if it was injury or structure. He wasn't, he wasn't running. This year, <clears throat> Dillbags is probably one of the the 
behind the, Munster, he's the probably number two five eight. You know what I mean? Like gun, like he would be. So and it's just that, and then bang, I oh, will just whack him out in the centre. It's like granted that no offence, they're only playing Newcastle. They weren't playing like a Melbourne or anything like that. And old mate's probably got to get some time. But what at the expense of Jill Bags? Like why can't he just come on with twenty to go? Give whoever's Needs that rest of rest, you know. Reed Marnie gets tired. The, the Titans one, I can, I can, Sammy, understand that. Holbrook's been under pressure. He's been getting hammered. Dave Feed's been getting hammered. He thought, I need to try something here. I think he's buckled to the pressure of the media and the public, and he's tried it. He's thrown him out there. If it had worked, everyone would have been calling him a genius today, but unfortunately he didn't. You've watched the Titans game. I know you have. You've watched yeah. probably all of them. Yeah. I, didn't, I, didn't watch, I, I didn't watch any football over well, the but the bulk, the bulk of their team. attack goes down Furmore's side with Kelly. They don't get it out there. Brimston's over that side. Well, it did go Six. right when Proctor played on the right and David played on the left when Furmore was out that week. And it just, it just, I don't know. They just don't seem to do it right for me out there. <laughs> they don't. And to put him in the centre is even further away from the ball. I don't know. It's just madness for me. And... It, as as a super coach, it just does me head in. Like, and then to see him, see other teams doing it. Like what? Because Talakai can do it for the Sharks, or everyone can do it for other teams. That's going to just shit me as well. Also, while I'm just having a rant, and Jazzy's looking at his phone, um, the refs, man. Like, again, like we used were talking about it. I don't know if it was on on mic or whatever before, but Tupu, he he. Didn't get a look in. That should have been 10 in the bin. He's yeah. made direct contact with the head with force. Yeah. Um, it's one of them things that he... It's not just the Roosters. It's it's a person thing. I think they've seen it. Oh, it's Daniel Tubu. He doesn't mean nothing by it. Where if that's a TBJ or, or someone else... If Jaden Sewer had hit two yes. bow like that, he would have been off. Yes, gone, gone. How weird is gone. it, though? Right. Like, how... Not weird. Ironic, is it? That it's on Jaden Sewer, who has copped yeah. like three in a row. And Harshly done by on one of them. Harshly done by there, on there one There was of a them. worse one in the Storm Warriors game where Penne just absolutely smashed Remus Smith straight in the face of his shoulder and screwed his cheekbone up and shit. And same thing, just on report. It's, yeah, it's... it's it, and then you got Ola Kuwatu for his thing. Now, I don't know, you didn't see it, but it was not much in that either. Like... Yes, I think at some point head did hit him at, at some point in the arm, but it wasn't direct and it wasn't with malice or force or anything like that. Yeah. He got ten in the bin and weak, yeah. you know, and that's with the guilty early guilty play two weeks if he fights it and loses. So I don't know. It's just that if you're going to hit in the head, the refs have to the refs have to go. Well, it has to be one for all. Like if he hits in the head, gone. Like. Tupu should have had his 10 minutes. Doesn't matter if he's a clean skin and doesn't mean it. You know what I well, mean? It's, that's a- accidents happen. We know that shit. But if they're serious about no more head, then accidents have to get rubbed out of the game. And that comes down to everyone coming down a level. You know? And if accidents get rubbed out, if everyone's down a level, you know? They don't, but... You, you can't clean no, slate no, everyone at the start of the year and then treat someone differently because, oh... You know, they might not have meant it. Like I said, Jaden Sewer's gone three times. Now, he's learned the hard way. The fact that it tackled on him and it wasn't sent to the bin, like, uh, once again, I, I didn't get a chance to watch the tail end of that game, but he definitely 
should have gone to the bin. After having a look at it, it's like, intent or not, like you said, direct contact with the head. I have to stop the press because I've got the thing here going, all right? Scotty Smith. Now, Scotty Smith, sorry, anyone else who's got a question there, Juzzy, you have to go back. I'll read, the ju- I'll read Scotty's question so you don't have to go through, all right? Scored, 14.69, no Cleary, no Hines, no Munster. 30 trades, got boosts in the bank. Unfortunately, still don't know how to use the dual positions. He doesn't know how to swap his his players in his team around. Now, I sent him a video. I was obviously super... Under the weather. Under the weather. (laughs) Just wasn't sinking in for anyone, especially me, and I was sending the video. But um, I couldn't work out how to explain this to him, so... If anyone there can just explain it or when con. when you go to trades, you trade out your player, like you select your first one, and it takes you to the trade screen. Yep. And then down the bottom, there'll be my trades, trade out, you know, trade in, trade out, and cancel. You go back to trade out, and then there'll be little T's and little S's next to some people. Everyone will have a T next to them, but some people have an S next to them. That means substitute. Click that. And it'll substitute them to their dual position as long as that position is not full. Yeah. Yeah. So, Scotty, try doing that while we're all here together. Um, Try try doing that, what Connor just said, so we can try and talk you through it before the end of the show. Anyway, sorry about that. Juzzy, back to where you are. I've had my rants and shit. Really? You're all done with all your rants? I think so. You look a lot better. Yeah, my head feels like the weight's been lifted. There you go. Roscoe has even said two boots should have got sent off. There you go. So. Alrighty. Time for PPM with Ross Mann. That's Brad. Brad Smith. My bad. Evening, super coaches. Good evening to Con, Juzzy, and Bergs in that 360 studio. Hope you guys all had green arrows this week. Some massive scores out there. Um, to, if, if you've got Cleary, if you've got Pappenhausen, uh, if you've got Nico Hines and you've got Talakai all in your team, then you saw some massive scores coming your way. Um, and I hope you all do have those those players in your team. I don't, so it's probably why I'm not going too good. But anyway, that's my problem. Um, I've got to do everything I can this week to try and see if I can get Cleary in. I do have a bit of a plan on that one. Uh, but we'll we'll get there. But there were some massive scores out there. I think I saw Tim Moody last year's winner. He got over fifteen hundred. Now uh, there are a few other ones around about that same sort of mark. So congrats to all those players that saw massive green arrows and some huge scores. Um, now this week, last week we covered some hookers that are coming up, and I'll talk about that one a little bit later um, uh, for the buy round. Uh, but this week we're moving on to the front rowers, uh, so we'll, we'll have a um, a quick look at uh, some of the front rowers, mainly the top three that are going to play the buy round. I've concentrated only on those that are going to be buy round relevant, of course. Um, and the first one is Joseph Tapane or Tapine, however we might pronounce his name, five hundred and thirty-seven k. Um, he's got a three-round average at the moment of 71. Now, just about all season, particularly in the beginning part of the season, I, I said that we really should stay away from Canberra forwards, that they're, 
you just can't trust Ricky in his bench rotation. They really do share points around a fair bit. And um, However, this bloke does seem to be, he is just a points per minute monster. Anyone who know, knows me knows I love that sort of thing. He is just killing it. Uh, last week, he got 84 from 45 minutes. Um, that's 1.9. For a bloke playing the front row, that's huge. Um, and this is not a one-off. I mean, his, his points per minute have not dropped below 1.1 so far this season um, in any game. So he's kept this going all year round. Um, 537, so he's, he's still a bit cheap. Um, he's only got a BE of 20, so he's going to be going up in some cash. Um, so you, you could do a lot worse than to to get... Uh, he's certainly got to be on your radar for that buy round. Uh, okay, dokey, the next fellow to look at. Ah, Tabita Pangai. Um, TPJ, we've spoken about uh, in some of my sessions, and I've written a fair bit about him. Um, 566k, so he's starting to climb in value. Three round average of 62. So actually, the the bloke who's just below him on the uh, overall rankings for the year, Tapane, is a bit better than him. Um, however, he's been very, very, very consistent. And despite the fact we all thought that he would probably be um, uh, charged out of the game by now and uh, having a, a long holiday or something for doing something stupid, he hasn't. Um, and he's been solid. Um, it does depend upon his origin selection. If he does or does not get selected, most probably for the bench um, for origin, I there's some doubts whether he, he will. I, I think the, the origin stocks are pretty solid in, in this area, so there is a big chance that he might not um, get selected. Last week he got 84 and 73 minutes, obviously, uh, above the 1.1 sort of PPM mark. Uh, there's a lot to like about him. But he's one that you wouldn't jump on now, but do keep a watch of him. And coming up close to that buy round, if the mail comes out that he's not going to get selected, um, then he certainly is one you should be probably jumping on. Um, the next fellow, he probably doesn't leave a, a lot uh, a lot of introduction. This is a bloke that you should have in your team. Um now, if uh, most people are running at the moment, or the dream team, the, the absolute one, uh, for better words, is a front row of Haas and, uh, and IPAP. If you've got IPAP and Haas, that's the, the dream too. And to have this bloke as your third front row, and that's, that's what I'm trying to aim for. Um, I'm not all that far off it, actually. So uh, those are your three front rows you'd love to be finishing the season with, and uh, particularly for head-to-head players. Um, if those three are the three you end up with, you're going to be going a long way to winning a lot of battles. Um, Lolo is 586k, so he's still climbing. He'll probably go past 600 this week. Uh, he's got a three-round average of 70.5. Um, this week he got 62 and 63 minutes, so around about 1 ppm. So he's just been solid, consistent, and the Cowboys actually winning some games. So um, while they keep winning some games, he's going very well for them. Um, okie dokie. Now, the last fellow I want to talk about... 
uh, is not that fella, not that fella. We've spoken about all them. All right. Now, last week we spoke about the hookers and uh, uh, the availabilities, etc. Now, you've you got Starling. This week, if you're going to go Randall to Starling, Randall's about peaked after he shit our score on the weekend. So you you really, um, you've got to consider moving. You've got to consider what you're going to do. Um, most people are going to be going uh, Starling. He'll be the most popular. But, however, this is probably the last week you're going to be able to get Starling. He's not going to be really um, uh, available for you for too much, too much longer. Um, Corey Pates uh, is another option that I didn't talk about last week that's popped up and is suddenly really, really relevant as a trading option. He looks set to have a little bit of an extended run there at Hooker at the Broncos. Um He's only 237k. I mean, wow! You can you can ditch Randall, go down to there, and there's a fair bit of a little bit of your chunk of cash that you're going to need to get uh, up to Cleary, which is probably what I'm going to be doing. That's going to be one of the main ways I'm going to fund my move here. I've been trying to plan this, and now that this has become available, um, uh, I'm going to be doing it. I don't think I might be the only one either. He's got a minus 20 be. Um, he got 77 last week, and I think it, it's probably going to be, uh, by, the, by what I saw, he could continue this sort of scoring between the 50s and the 80 mark um, for the next three to five weeks would be lovely. Thank you very much. Um, so Randall to Corey Pates is a very, very serious option. Um, now, I know that I digress there a little bit off the front rowers, but considering our discussion last week um, on the on the hookers, um, that was one we didn't cover and one you probably now becomes very, very relevant. Uh, one f- couple of front row options I did not discuss there. Uh, Paul Vaughan has sort of become, uh, he, he's starting to, um, I'm starting to take notice of some of his figures. Uh, the PPM isn't huge, however... He's, he's averaging uh, quite a consistent uh, lot of scores. I think he's averaging at the moment 60. Um, he's a, uh, he's just underneath 500,000, so he's still a little bit cheap, but he is climbing up there. Um, so Paul Vaughan. The other one that uh, sort of took a bit of notice of this weekend was Josh Maguire. Um, one to keep a notice of. He does play the, the first buy round. Um, he played his first game this weekend. Uh, Coach Griffin does love him, having coached him, I think, previously um, up there in Brisbane, and he does have a bit of a love affair with him. Gave him 80 minutes. Um, if he could do 80 minutes every single week, that would be quite quite handy, and, and do watch out for that. Uh, I mean, I think he only just got touch under 60 this week in his first game. Um but if he gets a bit more game time, and we know he loves a barge over for a, a try here or there, um, you can also fill in a hooker in a desperate need, etc. Uh, he can be pretty handy uh, player for a coach to have, and he's not bad with for a super coach either because he has dual flexibility with second row, front rower. So do look out for Josh Maguire. Um, that's about it for this week, folks. I hope you all try to uh, get some green arrows happening for your team. Work hard at getting Cleary in as everybody is going 
uh, going to be busting everything they can. I mean, I think it was only about 19% so far. Um, as of last week, it got Cleary in, and I reckon by the 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 end of the trade period this week, I, I reckon it'll be upwards of 40 to 50% of teams um, will have Cleary. So there'll be a fair bit of movement and trading in. Do remember, a couple of hard games coming up for the Panthers, so that could change things, or it could be something for you to consider. However, um, the little bit of a drop myself and others were all hoping Cleary would experience isn't going to happen. So, in fact, he's only going to go upwards. He, I think he increased by price this week, and probably next week he's going to increase due to those 150s in his rolling average. So... Um, yeah, the, the decrease we were looking for isn't going to happen. So if you're going to get him, get him this week. You know, this is, this is your week to do it. Um, good luck, everybody. Don't forget about Corey Pates. There's an option for you, as I said, in the hookers. And uh, till next week, have fun super coaching and uh, get some green arrows, fellas. Bye now. All righty. Thank you very much uh, to Brad Smith. Yay! For doing the PPM, Ross has managed to pick us up on the fact that yeah, it is Brad Smith that does the PPM, and yeah. not him. Thanks, Ross. You just do so much <laughs> for the program that I yeah, I just mixed it up there. But PPM is brought to you every week by Brad Smith. He knows his stuff. He was talking about a few good options, and we actually got chatting a couple of times throughout that little segment we about did. some of the things he's talking about. So in the front row, quickly, Tarpany. Con has. Yeah, Con TPJ. Is, I have. Lolo. I have. I have. I'm tossing up between the, both of them. Con wants. One of them. Um, second row forward, Josh McGuire. Yuck. Haven't looked, but um, can see the appeal. He does have. He does go on runs. If you remember a couple of years back, he was chugging along at 70-something. So... Don't know why he was chugging like seventy something, but I think he took over Lolo's spot for a bit when Lolo had a broken hand, and so he's got it in him to score points, you know. So, oh, and no, if Brad's I... looking at him, Brad hasn't bum steered us so far. I don't think you're the only sus on Cotter, and that's the only one you've raised the eyebrows at that Brad speared us into. So he must be doing well for you not to be sitting over there going nut. I'm not massive on it. No, you don't have to be massive on it. You just have to say it could be Shut good. back up. No, no. <laughs> it could it could be a good play. That sort of thing. He's just trying to say. Yeah, yeah I, know, I know what he means. He's trying to get, think, get that pot option in there. but well, We're going to need him come <clears throat> come the buyers anyway. I'm not sure if the Dragons play that first one. Let me just quickly have a look. I, no, they well, don't. On hookers, <laughs> uh, I was thinking about doing that downgrade of Randall because he's peaking. Um, to Starling, but as Brad pointed out, Pakes Pakes could be a juicy option. Me think the thing. My thing with that is, is if you have a look around, it's like you said last week. Come the Origin time, what you're bringing him in for? Um, I don't think Broncos play the first one anyway. But if you're bringing in, if you're bringing in Starling for that Origin time, he's he's been chugging along at eighties. I think you'll find so. I, I think he's personally just a good option to bring in as a second hooker to get you up as a stepping stone to your second gun. Well, it's, he could be that guy by season's end. You might not have to do any work. He, if he's chugging along at 80s... Who? Tommy Starling. <clears throat> What's he going at at the moment? 
He's four eighty five. Um What's his three round average? I think eighty something. It's, oh no, it's only seventy one. Sixty three for the five round. And he's averaging fifty seven. So he's been slowly getting better because of when he's well earlier he was coming off the bench. You gotta remember all these other guys have taken a few weeks to get some match fitness. He only started playing the full eighty when Hodjo went, which was like week two or something. Well, so he he's only even, just sort of starting to get he into it. He hasn't even. He's only played two 280-minute two games, and then last week played 65 and got taken off. So it's, that's another thing to watch as well. What's Corey Pace's minutes looking like? Yeah, but score, yeah, score 72 points against the Panthers in 65 minutes when they got des- dominated. It's good, but I think it's the price factor. Pace is 234000 Starling's almost half a million dollars. And then, well, that's the advantage with going to pace. It's that downgrade option. You bank 150k now. You add that to your war chest to either do a couple of upgrades or reach for one of those players that maybe you missed out on Talakai, um, Ipat, uh, Nico, but Munster. My only alarming thing with Pakes is he's played. He played the Dogs last week for 77 in 49 minutes. What's alarming about that? That's great. Well. The week before, he played 36 minutes for a 20 against Penrith. And then uh, 26 minutes for a 13 against the Roosters. He's, he's just a kid. He was always going to get dominated by the Panthers. Yeah, I was just... Yeah, that's it. But he's pointing out he's not going to play the Bulldogs every week and the Broncos aren't going to rack up 30-odd points well, every week. Well, this week's the Sharks and the Rabbitohs and Manly, then Newcastle, then Gold Coast. So, yeah, it's a tough run. To be honest... An easy, easy run for Corey. No, that's it. I really only see him beating Newcastle. I only see him if you're going to get him... And even that's not a give me... You could Newcastle even just start. be hoping he's either A, going to nuff himself or make that 150K-ish... You can hope for. But he's on the bench, starting on the bench this week, I think. Mm, all right. Yeah, uh, Brad Smith did say to add a disclaimer of the fact that he uh, recorded that video before TLT came out due yeah. to time constraints. Oh, I can see a trap. Well, I, just see orange, I just see the orange thing next to his name here. He might be starting now. I don't know. No, it wouldn't change yet, but it might be a late change. Speaking of hookers, I do believe people have started to ask the question of uh, Sony Luke after nah. getting his debut for the Panthers. Now, see, I would think no. And now he, he may be their um, hooker of the future for the next few years, um, but Uppy's still there. And Uppy came on for a second stint, which means, I mean, he didn't end up getting that many minutes. He, wasn't, he didn't stay on the field when Uppy came on for his second stint, oh. I think. Which, although he may end up doing that and staying on the field in some role. But I'm just not sure where you put him. I mean, you just rotate him into the middle, wouldn't you? I'm not sure. I don't look. They got to, They got to blood him somewhere. Well, know? that's what I think is going to happen. I think he'll get um, blooded this year hard because this is actually his first. Because you still NRL. got Mitch Kenny, who's a hooker as well. No, Mitch Kenny's our utility and our backup. This kid, this kid went through the junior system so with Mitch, all the boys. He's 26 years old. Yeah, and, and he's been so hampered he's, by. So Mitch Kenny, but. No, nah, he's been hampered by a bunch yeah, of injuries. Yeah, I think Mitch Kenny's younger and come through with actual lure and stuff like that. This guy, this guy was in. Uh, Sonny Luke was the hooker in reps with Luai and stuff. No, he's older than them. No, oh, he's 26. Yeah, Nathan, that's only like 23. Yeah. Anyway. That's what I mean. He was at the Panthers for, I think. Four or five years, and then he went to the Tigers. Couldn't crack the Tigers. Come back to the Panthers reserve game for the last two years. Yeah, I think come out and try, train trial 
this year and then impressed so much they signed him to two years. Yeah. But they got... I was watching an interview Param- with Ivan Parramatta the other day. Storm and Roosters coming up. Yeah. <clears throat> They're going to need Appy on the field for as many minutes as possible in those games. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I don't think he's a viable option now. He might be a long-term juicer. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't think he gives you buy coverage because Appy isn't going to play Origin. Well, I hope for our sake of next year when Appy goes and he might get the full-time job that he doesn't play much and his price doesn't go up too much. So he's yeah. cheap next year. Yeah, that's what we need. What we need, guys. See, they'll, they'll blood him and hopefully he still sits south of 300k, but I don't think he'll be bargain basement next year. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Well, the benefit they have against pretty much eight teams in the comp, they can afford to blood youth and stuff because they're going to beat them anyway. Let's be honest. Well, let's be honest. By the time they let you on the field, even if they are the youth, like they're pretty much they know they're ready to go. Or they don't put them on the field, mate. Yeah. Well, like look at Targo, look at May. Everyone doubted the fact that they were going to be able to do it, like they did with Crichton last year. I don't think anybody doubted it. And Burton. Well, I mean, you weren't sure. You thought Penrith were going to have a bit more trouble than what they're having, which just goes to show the system works um, and the people that they do eventually put on the field, whether they're young or not, they can do the job. You guys were talking about Slater and the fact that he debuted for Origin so young and stuff. Some some kids can do it, you know what I mean? Play with the men. Got any live? Not all of them. There? Yeah, oh, there's heaps of liveies in there, but we'll get to all the questions in a bit, bro. Oh. Um, <laughs> what else have we got on our I list? Moving slow. Oh, were you? Thanks, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I get. Do you want to have a read about it? That's all right. <laughs> Sweet as well. In that case, time for the most traded in, the most traded out. I got that. Uh, okay. Most traded out this week. A um, couple I can actually see why and who to. Um, Schneider, he's most traded out. That's in my team anyway. Um, Randall, Targo. People are starting to see time to go for Targo. Um, me personally, I thought Targo might have been that guy we could keep till the end. Um, but he seems... He, has dipped a little bit in his scoring, so it might be good time to move on target. Ta- May seems to be the better scorer of the two. He seems to be more of the effort man, if you catch my drift. Mm. So if, if of the two, I can see why Targo has to go. No, I was close to selling Targo this week. I ended up selling Jai Arrow instead just because just I think Panthers got more points in him, so Targo will score more narrow by the end. I think his average will be okay by the end, but he will have those games. Yeah. Like uh, every Santa can, but... Then Defee. 
Defi is another one's most traded out, which I can only see the what you said straight across the IPAP. All people have just had enough of seeing Talakai rack up these scores and they're like, nah, I need it. That's it, straight across to Talakai, I think, is also a completely viable option. Well, well it's you, not yeah, so you make you make almost fifty thousand dollars too, so Yeah. It's uh, not it, sideways, it's it's pretty good play really. He's in form. Um, and then, he's just not he's just not getting the ball. He's still averaging 72 Up until I think a week or two ago He's still I think the highest averaging Second row Oh yeah Yeah And he's done nothing So I don't know if it's just like The Teddy owners Just hanging on hoping That something changes and fast Is it that FOMO The grass is greener on the other side The fact that You're seeing people Who are around that price point Like Talakai Like IPAP Who will rock it Rocking these big scores, and especially when Defi's not, it makes it hard. But yeah, I mean, like it, it took me this week. I think you'll find it took me him being named in centres for me to say, "Nah, I'm done. He's gone." And I for completely forgot about the fact <laughs> that he scored back to back centuries the week before, which is what's helped me a lot, especially as he's become more and more of a pot. So, am I being too harsh on Defi? But you got to think of what he's done in with the amount of ball he's had. If 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 the game plan ever changes and the game plan is to give him the ball, then owners rejoice. You know what I mean. But are you willing to cop that the the hundred k hit? I know we've got people. I think even watching at the moment that have traded him out and traded him back. Well, that's it. And no, like I think said, as bad fine. as he is, he's still. He's still seven thousand, seven and a half thousand dearer than he started the season, and his break even's only eighty three this week, which we all know he could double. He could do that in two runs, so you know, um, with I, tries. I'm a holder. I just can't. I just don't want to see Dave Feeder run out on the field. And he's not in my team. Well, I can see others. The, the, the other, the, everyone else on that list, I can sort of put a tick next to to Nath or a Randall to. Uh, Upgrade or a downgrade, whatever way you go that way. Targo, same thing. I can see the logic in it. Defee still has me a little bit, oh, you're a bit mad doing it. I can still see the logic in it. Is it me that is wrong? Like, I've been wrong with Teddy. I've been wrong with Talakai this year already. There's number of occasions where I've fucking bum-steered people and not speared them in the right directions when... But there's there's also it. a number of situations where you saved them from bad decisions and steered them in the right direction as well. Yeah, because you can think of two where you didn't. Yeah, but they're the ones we all remember. <laughs> yeah, well, of course. <laughs> you know, they're the ones that the people were holding on to for the rest. Well, look at you and Joey Murray for the last fucking X amount of years. Or is it the same? Sorry, Richard. Um, and then the ins. The ins this week. Already Talakai top traded in. Um, fully see the logic in it. Their run's not hard. Um, and they'd be mad to drop him like you said, even if... Connor Tracy and Wade Graham would come back this week. I can see others. No, you can't making way before him. So, and then Nafe, Nafe, second most traded in. I got um, Swali second most. Really? Well, I got Nafe. Should be most. Should be close to Nafe most traded in. If you can get him, get him. What's his ownership though? Doesn't matter. It's, I mean, it's it does because like, there might not be people there to trade him in. You're aware two percent of people, well, near three percent of people, Captain Tommy last round. A, like a, a lot of people, they're playing. Have already got Nathan too. Like I think he was the most traded in last week. 
Yeah. So he's still. I think Brad said he was only at eleven or nineteen percent owned. One of them two percents. Twenty-one. Twenty-one percent owned. <laughs> eleven or nineteen. I love how you gave yourself a range and was still wrong. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, more have got him in <laughs> since Brad done his thing. Perfect. Um. But yeah, Nate, if he's one you should be looking at, IPAP will be probably, you reckon he'll outscore Haas? I yeah. reckon he will. He'll probably be the number one front rower in the yeah, game. And back row, I think he'll get both. You reckon he'll take both? Yeah. Even off Defee? Yeah, by the end of the season, he'll be number one in both. Oos. And then most traded in's Corey Pakes after IPAP. And then after this one, I don't understand this, that. Karaz from the Dogs. Um, He's dropped this week. He was only on... COVID. He was only on like... um, He was only getting that one game. I don't think he can play again until at least June 30 or something anyway. Round 10. Yeah, so he can't play again for ages. Well, round 10's not for ages. Round 10's three rounds away. Unless you're nothing. Or eight, nine. Yeah, yeah, that's it. He's playing in that third one. So, If... You know what I mean? If Oh, look, so, I'm not saying he is. I didn't see the game, but I looked at his numbers and they looked pretty good. Oh, he had a blinder. He's fucking best on ground for us, in my opinion. Oh, Shoop had a good game too. He really fucking... Um, he showed up, Katoni Stags. Yeah. In my opinion, yep. He had, he had an outstanding game, Shoop. I like him. I like him too. Where we at? Oh, they're the ins and outs. Beautiful. Most traded in, most traded out. All right, let's get into some questions. I have dipped into them uh, a little bit. So, Shannon Pinkowski, um, is it time to get off the Targo train? Thinking so. There are others on the on, on that same wagon. We'll play. We'll play the first buy round though. That's sort of what's swaying me to keeping him at the moment. I mean, no, Nath, Luai, Yo. Still. Very different team. Yeah, I know they We've are. We've seen that last year, even when Burton come into the Haas and stuff, they were a different team with those three plays out. Yo's their focal point and Cleary's right there too, so So you think maybe not not well, feasible I, idea to hold on to these guys for, I, I, for that I, period? I think I can see more appeal in selling Targo than holding him just. Yep. At the moment. Yep. No other cash cows are fattened up like him. Yeah, well, that's it, and it, it it's time to upgrade now, really, up and down grade, so, yeah, I do agree with it. Does he? Uh, Ross Mann says, Turpin's back soon, uh, but Pakes should be starting. Walters needs to go. That's more of a statement, but um, you know, not inclined to disagree. Um, Sean O'Vera says D-Bags to Munster Curran to Enough Schneider to Paps What do you reckon? So I'm guessing he's already got Nico at fullback To allow the Schneider to Paps trade Or possibly Taff Well I'm assuming he's already got Cleary too Or he just can't get to Cleary maybe Well let's just go with what he's given us So what's he given us? D-Bags to Munster which I like I like that Curran to Enough given the injury yeah, I like that. I don't know about enough. I'd probably still probably look for someone to generate if I can. Yeah, but I mean, that allows him to go Schneider to Paps. Yeah, but no can he, if, if you can maybe use your uh, jewels. No, you, said, you said let's stay on topic here. 
Yeah, I'm just thinking just outside the box quickly. If you can move your jewels around, maybe bring in that dude from Manly. Cooler. No, the other one. The winger. To a Polito. Yeah. See, but I don't know. There's a lot of cheap ones out there actually playing, but none of, they're still cheap for a reason because they're not scoring well. And he used to have nightmares. Yeah. I went looking through today to find, try and find someone cheap who's starting to get decent minutes or something or coming up and... I just couldn't find him. I had to go enough too to get Nathan. I needed it for the money. Worth it. Absolutely. Well, I traded out two fattened, well, two cashed up cows and a mid ranger who never worked and got Nathan and new cashy and enough. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, see, and you can be happy with that. Yeah. Especially if you don't have enough yet. Like, like some of those risks, I mean, look, if there's cheapies abound, but if there's not. Yeah, mate, you've sort of got to take those risks to be able to get the people and generate the cash to get the people that are actually scoring the massive points because the difference is huge, as you saw. Some people we know scored 1,100s, 1,200s. Other people, 1,500s, 1,600s. My yeah. score was a 1,700-plus. It's insane. Yeah, the swing's massive. Like. Yeah. So I've figured it out before the show. I think we're, we're talking about four players. Or getting 150. I mean, okay, so it wasn't actually four this round. It was only three this round. But then if you had IPAP, Coates, like there was a few players then, that, you know, Munster, we're still talking another 100 on top of that. Best part of 750, 800 points, especially if one of them is your captain. Well, look at That's Coates. insane. Look, Coates, I think last week he was one of the most traded out. Um, I think everyone said it's nearly time to jump on. I got rid of him a week or two ago. There you go. They're what bagged. held? What held? So, yeah, it's, it's, one of those, it's one of them things. You just fucking got to jag it. It's the left it. wing at the Storm. You knew they were always going to go huge. I mean. He plays right. But they seem to have gone more right side this year. Does he play right? Yeah. Yeah, he didn't yeah. take the Fox's spot directly. He took the other wing. <laughs> I'll pay attention. <laughs> All right, uh, Luke Smith, it says, good to see you boys, finally cracked a decent score, still lost 6-10 to head-to-heads, cop first loss, uh, loss in my draft as well, uh, but did you get in on the Viking clap, Juzzy, because <laughs> I saw him at the Panthers game, yeah. he was kid-free, three parts pissed, he was loving it. Um, <laughs> I did, Lukey, did you? Because it was fun. And I why hope you did, you? I hope you didn't, Luke. Why wouldn't you? He would. Why wouldn't you? Come on, Bergs, fire because up. Let's go. Because it's Canberra's Viking clap. Why don't you just come up with a fucking penner of stomp? Why you got to steal someone else's shit? Because we're doing it to take the Mickey out of him, mate. We're yeah. not doing it to steal it as I'm, to rev our team I'm up. I'm Bergs saying Mick Ennis did it. Be original, fellas. Come on. Yeah, Mick Ennis. <laughs> that's it. When he played for Cronulla, but yeah. not as a bulldog. No, at Cronulla. So, yeah, uh, in Canberra. Wasn't as cool. If he was a bulldog, it would be way cooler. <laughs> <laughs> See, don't get me wrong. The balls of McEnnis to be one person doing it to the entire uh, camera crowd. Like, I was one in a sea of 20,000 people. It's really easy to get in on the Viking clap. You're so goddamn anonymous. You know what I mean? But also, like, it's the Viking clap. I have to go to Canberra to do that otherwise. I don't care. I, I have no it. problem with it. It was the best. They did it twice. They actually did it three times. So they did it at the end of the game during the post-game interviews too with the commentators that stopped talking about it by that stage. But yeah, Because even they were sick of it. No, they were loving it. They were loving it. I mean, the fans anyway. But yes, it was great. And yeah, whatever. You, you, pay, you pay enough to go to the footy. You can do, do what you want. Pretty much within reason. Except yeah. for old mate. I want to give a shout out to the Bulldogs. The Bulldogs fan. 
up at the Broncos game. Good on him. Gave that loud mouth a bit of a touch up during the moment silence. Well, you know what? It's one. It's and I I got to stress this point now. They've got a kid too because like. But you know what? This sorry, off topic a little bit, Supercoach wise. But Anzac Day itself, like this is my, I think it's my favourite round of the year. It's it's a near forgotten thing, and it's not just about getting blind and playing two up. Like you just wouldn't be doing that if it wasn't for fucking people Absolutely. out there and went to war and and families and shit like that. Like, and that's what sometimes the thing of the day. Like I was watching the the telecast on the nine yesterday, and it's not about the game, like. There's some individual people in there that may have had Anzacs in their family and it it makes them rise to an occasion which just makes the fucking game better. And yeah. I, I think yesterday, it, both games were great games. Like, granted, the scoreline by Storm by the end was fucking massive, but still take nothing away from the game. It was a good game. Yeah. You know, to watch that... Oh, no, sorry, Warriors fans, but to watch that... It was fucking spectacular. <laughs> was. Like they fucking just running in point after point. Well, like ten tries in the second half. It's that's a try every four minutes. Massive, massive thing, man. Like so. when you think of how long it takes to, you know, adjudicate a try, kick a goal. That's right. You know what I mean? Like get it all done, so get back to a restart. A try every two, two and a half minutes of actual gameplay. It's incredible. Yeah. It yeah. was. Yeah, which it's which cool. then, if they're going for set for set, is almost. A try every set, or a try every two sets, it's you know ridiculous. what I mean, maybe three. I'm, I saw at one point, I think it was early in the second half, mate, Warriors had completed one of four sets, mm. it's like for the entire game. Like Melbourne had just starved them of so much ball that they just hadn't gotten anything. And like Melbourne had completed like 20 sets to the Storm's four, like one of four. They'd only managed to actually complete one. It was just a horrifying statistic. It was like, yeah, it was Melbourne at their best, you know. And you oh, got, to, it's like we said the other week as well. Like, fuck, there's only two teams. You got to question why the they do it at the moment. You like, got to question why they do it. Do they do it because Bellamy is just like, nah, you don't take the boot off because we need the points differential. Because if Penrith drop a game, we go to the even, top not of the ladder. Even that. I just. I just think they're just ruthless, man. Yeah, that's, it's that's, that's just their attitude yeah. in general. Is that's just, what makes them the best. Well, he's always never took took the foot off, you know. It, even in games where it's like close, you know what I mean. That, that, that the team's playing for fucking eighty minutes. Yeah, but look, you know, well, like, when it's close, you understand it. But when it's seventy to ten, it's just like give it <laughs> stop. No, already no, because <laughs> nah. No, because you know what? That sends a message next week. You want to fucking turn up against Melbourne. Well, they are going to drum 70 fucking points for you and not bat an eyelid. And you know what? They'll go on and do it the week after if that can I mean, that person don't turn up. You know? So. Well, we're, we're, with our mentality at the moment, we've we're, we're already lost. We've yeah. got them this week. We've you already lost. Fucked yeah. up. We might as well just stay in AB bed. We could see an 80 point game this week. <laughs> 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 like nah. the Warriors are in that for a little bit. They hung on for the first, yeah, yeah fifty. Oh well, not first 50. forty minutes was fucking sixteen ten, and the Warriors are in twenty nil. I think, no, mind you, 16, Melbourne, 10, gift, 20, Melbourne 20, gifted them the tries off of errors. Like, yeah, that it was Melbourne stuff up and ill discipline as the only reason the Warriors got points. Hey, like, yes, they converted and they and they got there and, and good on them, but. That was literally just because Melbourne stuffed but up the system. But that's football too, but yeah, yeah, the ball yeah. bounces your way sometimes and you, that's where you get your points. Like, 
Um, who are we up to? Uh, Michael Hucker says, what's up, lads? I'm bringing in Sonny Luke for Randall, mainly for buy round and cash grab. What do you reckon uh, will his minutes increase if he's to be the starting hooker next year? So we obviously talked about I don't that think minutes, minutes ago. In, I don't think minutes increase for him. He might jag an attacking stat. but I'm, I mean, he might jag an attacking stat fairly regularly if he's going to be their, their weapon off the bench. Um, for but, me, I don't go near him. Yeah, no, nah, I was thinking about it today, and not I was like, nah, not with Appy. If, if, if Appy gets, gets injured, injured, jinx, yeah, me coke. It's in the fridge. <laughs> um, Brad Ives, would you be selling Fifi to Talakai? Me, personally, I wouldn't. I Why? wouldn't. Because I hold faith in, in Dave Feeder. Like, he's, Talakai had 10 runs or something, 12 runs to get that 166. David Feeder get that in about eight runs. Yeah, but if David Feeder doesn't get the ball and Talakai does, I mean... Yeah, not like I get that. And Con, what about you? Would you sell for Feeder to Talakai? No, I wouldn't personally, but... If you had luxury trades... I've got bigger fish to fry. If you had luxury trades and you fish were fried and you had chips, would you do that trade? Yes. Yeah. I don't see, like, there's no illogic in it. Talakai is obviously on the up, whereas... That's that's mainly why, because Dave Fafir is about to lose a chunk of change and Talakai has got to break even at minus 51 or something. So even at 50 this week, he's going up another 70-odd K. Could just be worth the the trade in cash value plus the points he'll get anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So... If you've got, if you've got luxury trades, do it. Yeah, I said I'd get clear in this week, so I can't do that. All right, you got the questions ready to go? Nope. Oh, wow. How did you not know questions were coming? I have a Twitter question ready. Um, okay, from Scum Westy. Is it time to move away from base players on the high ce- and move to high ceiling guys? Seems to average at least 60 to 70 points each, but they never go massive over 100. Whereas the high ceiling, like the, the base players, won't get over your tons, you know what I mean? Yeah. Is it time to, is it time to, I think you have to still litter your side. I think you have to try to find your happy medium. Absolutely. Um, you can't just have all or nothing of either. That's it. You can't just have people that can all go 30 one week. Yeah, or 120 the next week. Lord. It'll cruel you. It'll yeah. cruel you that one week. Um, and if you're like playing overall, like I said, if the average averages out, who cares how you get the points as long as you're getting them? Yeah, yeah. Look, for me, I still think you need to have a decent amount of base, base heavy dudes like your Payne Hasses, your um. Who else? Well, oh, Ipap. He's he's Lolo's. a he's a base beast, and he's got the attacking chance too. To be the pen guy is not so much a base beast, I guess. But he's, you know what? He's gotten better. He's offloads. His offloads have become a fluent part of his game. Like he's getting at least four offloads a game, so you can sort of count on him yeah. for those points every week well, at least. Yeah, well, I, I don't think it matters. If they average the same, look, he's going to cost you a head-to-head one week. He's going to win you one one week. Old mate could consecutively win you those close ones, you know what I mean? Like, well, my thing there is IPAP will def- IPAP's got the highest ceiling again. 
Yeah. Yeah, over TPJ. Like, no matter what TPJ brings that week, I still think I perhaps seal him that little bit higher, you know? So, and in a better scoring team. That's it. Like, that's your other drama. All right. <clears throat> oh, okay. Steve Clifford. Steve. Steve's happy. Not a question. Just wanted to give you guys a <laughs> shout-out for talking me out of bringing in Talakai after the Knights slash Sharks game. Much appreciated. So that was obviously weeks ago. I'm blaming Con uh, and Juzzy. I'll, I'll, I'll take it. I Yeah, I absolutely said no way after his performances last year. Oh, I didn't I'd, get on last year and he didn't burn me, but I just had no faith. Maybe after a week or two. I'm the same. That's when you... I don't know. In saying that, once once he started going it, you should have probably had a look at it. Like it. Everyone's been talking about him for the past three weeks taking now. Taking decision out of our hands. Um, but yeah, sorry. How bad? Yeah. Martin Walker. I apologise. Fed up with Fafita. Booting for Talakai. Upgrade Ilias to Cody Walker. Now he's bottomed out. Or to drink water. My thing with drink water is you don't know if drink water stays um, when the hammer comes back. I think he has to. You think me other drama is who's, who do you drop? Because everyone else has been playing good footy. Uh, their wingers have been good and their centres have been good. So does does that relegate then maybe a drink water to 14 and you inject him at certain points in the game? I think drink water's got to stay at fullback. They want to keep winning. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's he's attacking. Like he's he seems to like link in with the halves, whereas it stops with the hammer and he just tries to put the foot down and go. M- like. Remember, we were talking about Dylan Brown earlier and the fact that he's probably the second ranked five eight. I think on three and five round average, Drinky actually sneaks in there. Yeah, yeah. Like Drinky well, is the smoky that's coming through that, and he's got that dual position too, doesn't he? I think he Not does. Sure. But what about Cody? So I, still, s- I still don't like it. Don't like Ilias to Cody? Not massively, no. Mm. I still, I still, would you go? Would you go drink? Confidence w- in him yet? Would you go drink water over Cody? At the moment, I think he's a smoky man. I think Drinky's the smoky, um, especially just, if he holds his spot. If they're winning games, you don't change shit. If they're winning games, yeah. Well, I, I like drink water. He's you got to remember, he was he's Melbourne like system dude. Yeah, he was playing out of position up there in five eight. He came through uh, before Pappenhausen as a fullback, so didn't really get his opportunities in his position this year. He seems to have got his opportunities and he's done well. Um, so yeah, we like we like the um, drink water over Walker trade. Um. Yeah, but still, I'd really like to go to Munster. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I know it's probably not probable, but they've had a sweet run 
pretty much all year. The cows. Yeah, in the last three he's been the Warriors, Raiders and Titans and we've seen what all three of those put up on the weekend. Um, the only decent team they played was the Chooks and the Chooks touched them up and the Chooks are going absolutely terrible. And then they've got Parramatta, Melbourne and Penrith all over the next five weeks. Ooh. So, so big ass and drinky. Yeah. Yeah. Um, don't con- don't expect 90s against them, I don't think. I'd be looking around a bit more, Martin. Just have a look around. Maybe if you do sell for feeder, maybe... Oh, look, Talakai is the man to go to, but maybe if you can just do better with the money you get left over, it's only 50k. Um, you just have to try to work something else out. Uh, Roscoe, Ross man, is it still worth jumping on Cleary, even with Origin coming up? He does have a few tough games coming up as well. So... He's the number one halfback for a reason. You might be able to get him cheaper in a few weeks, but you might not. I don't think it's about the cheaper. I think it's like you're sacrificing your other gun halfback to get him in if you're catching me drift. Yeah. So, therefore, once Origin comes and if he does get some rest over that period, then you lose Cleary for possibly five But games. if you're sacrificing a gun fullback, say Teddy, who's also going to play Origin and could also get rested, that kind of rules that out. I, th- I just think, what, over the last two weeks, what Nafe, what's Nafe scored? 300 points? 303 or what, something. What's the next best halfback scored? 150? Well, yeah, 80. That's why I went Nafe. So, that's it. You need to e- have Even him. if he misses one or two games... He's already got 150 points over the next two halfbacks who probably won't even make that 150 points up in two games if he misses them. You see, so, remember last year he only played 20 games because of Origin and he was still the highest scoring halfback by a mile. The, the longer you've got Nath, the better off you are. Yeah. All right, Brian Ings, this is a new question of the week. All right, I like this question. Um, is Nofo flying under the radar this year? I think he is now that Jackson Hastings is back in the side. Now that when Jackson Hastings is there, Nofo's been getting some good ball, but he wasn't getting any good ball before that, and he wasn't. He does it like a little bit in base, so he was still chugging along. But yeah, he's he's looking juicy with some attacking stats, and he's been a super coach gun for years. He has, and he always goes on a run. I like Nofo. I think he's got a ninety something and a hundred and something. Yeah, eighty nine, hundred and two, back to back. Yeah, well, since their tax changed, he has been a major beneficiary of it. And Dragons, Manly, Cowboys, Bulldogs, South Manly, Bulldogs, Warriors oh, coming up. That's a nice draw. A pretty juicy run. Like if the Tigers are going to make some ground on that leaderboard, uh, he's yeah. he's one of the guys they're going to to do it. Yeah. So he's. He's not flying under the radar anymore, Brian. That's it. Oh. You've, you've let the cat out of the bag, man. Oh, I think he was more flying under the radar this year because he started with a 65, 24, 37, 50, 26. What's he priced at then? So nobody was going to touch him. But yeah, he's four, 490 now after making 55K last week. And How much has he dropped in total? He's up 22K. Really? He had a quiet year last year. Yeah, well, especially towards the end of the year, he dropped off, didn't he? So yeah. it definitely could be an option. Yeah. Jared Watson, Watto. I think Watto did a write-up. 
Well, uh, no, I'm a terrible person. Forgot to message him back over the Anzac weekend. He was supposed to do a write-up. No doubt it's on the Supercoach Discord. Doing um, what? Yeah, what I sent, send me a message. Sorry, but I'll reply soon. Tell you, Mark, told yeah. you, told you, tech guys. Uh, no. Well, I think Randall has peaked. Yeah. Has Randall peaked? Yeah, I think so. Randall. Joey Jones is back at the club now, so they're probably all peaked, let's be honest. Randall to Starling for the buy planning is the go. Question mark. Well, I, I like it personally. That, that's that's what Brad Smith reckons. I think he'll he'll top score the hookers that round. I think. I mean, look, I'm not fussed about that round. I'm fussed about the average of getting to that round. Well, he's, because he's there's chugging no, there's along, no point okay. getting an eighty in that round if he's pulling out thirties or forties every other week. But he's not. He's chugging along nicely. He's got solid PPM. He looks busy. He's into it a lot. Well, that three round average of seventy one since Hodge's gone, so cheering. Yeah, and Tar- yeah, I think he's the best option for that round. And Targo also peaked. Is he a season long keeper or move him on? A lot of people asking if he's to sell this week. That I've got a well, few over dual here. position with Aiken switch is so valuable. It is. It is. That's what's kind of keeping me hanging on. But him to old Nofo over there. This week at that same price, wouldn't be a bad shout. I don't think. Yeah, that's especially if Tyo's say... due back soon. Like you've got to expect that a lot of the Panthers' attacks going to go to wherever Toto is, whether it's through Crichton or through Targo. Well, not just that. Like they seem to be on the attack and up, whereas Targo, he's not on the attack and up. Like May's on the attack and up, Crichton's on the attack and up there, whereas May just. Every now and again, seems to get it. He's not doing the work, if you know what I mean. He's not as busy as the others. He was when he first started, though. Yeah, but he sort of plateaued out, whereas I could see him being a good switch to Nofo. Yeah, that'd be a good swap straight across. Um, you might go on, or you got some live there? I've got a couple here. Uh, Chris Maxfield says, I need to sell either Lomax the Targo, or no, Lomax or Targo, or Aitken. To Sawali in order to get Cleary. Pick one. Oh, no, I think it's Lomax and, and Targo or Aiken to Suwali in order to get Cleary. Ooh, I'll get rid of Targo over Lomax. I think if you brought Lomax in, he's sort of your pod season keeper, isn't he? Kicks the goals there. And... I'm thinking he means which one out of those three does he drop to Suwali to get Cleary? Tago. Tago for me. Um, nah. Tago's probably the last one I'd drop out of that bunch. Really? Aiken would probably be the first one. Well, Tago's... I think they're all averaging roughly the same, but I think potential for Tago's way better than right, the yeah. other two. I just I thought Aiken, because he's a second rower, and with Curran going down, he should benefit a little bit out of that. I'd, I'd probably hang on to him. No, he definitely will, but... I don't know, he hasn't been doing it. He hasn't been getting the attacking stats I like. I would have liked from Aiken this year. Yeah. Sweet as. David Sons, which two go this week out of Firma, Josh King, Randall, and Targo, bringing in Talakai and a cheapie? I'd probably go Firma and Randall. Firma and Randall? Yeah, I think they've. So we've both done their jobs. I got rid of Fermor last week for Katoni. My God, guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, 
What about Josh King? What are you doing with him? At this point, I'm I'm holding in the hopes of more minutes. He's not hurting me. No, he's scoring like, quite well um, in his dual oh, position well, too. Well, he had a 56 or a 59 or something on the weekend. Yeah, oh. he, he's got to be averaging pretty well. He's chugging along and he's dual position. Wait, wait, which... No, that's, Mel- I'm Melbourne, on the wrong king. Melbourne, no. Melbourne king, Melbourne king. I don't know him. But I'd be looking to move him on for his money. Um, he's, well, yeah. Like... I, th- I think I think you can probably use his money wisely now. Like you could probably keep him. He wouldn't do you no wrong, like we just said. Well, but... I was thinking of upgrading, uh, but I like the dual position. I think that's going to come. Then in have very you got a Lolo? I do, so I could put Lolo up there, and then even if I keep Josh King somewhere, then maybe I could get rid of a second rower anyway. Um, I like I've, I've got to suss out my options. DF might be a sell. I mean, I only brought Yo in a couple of weeks ago, so I'm not looking to move him on yet. Um, but I want Gussie. I've got Ola Kawatu, but I love sure, Gussie. Are you sure you want Gussie? You got a 40 last week just gone, back to starting. Uh, it's not really what numbers you're looking for, Gussie. You no, not, it's not like you're going to blow out 100 grand next week and you're not going to be able to get him. Then I'll, I'll go iPad then. I want iPad. Well, that's what I'd be looking at, more so than a Gussie at the moment. Now, see, I feel if you're selling Josh King, you're going up to one of those elites. Yeah. Or you're creating the cash for Cleary for G- or Gussie, some other gun in a different position to come through. Gus, at this point's a gamble. Yeah, well, I, wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't touch Gus. 40s and shit, whereas if you can free up the extra money to get an iPad, that's that's masterstroke shit. Yeah, you know? like Gus played 80 the last two weeks for a 49 and 43. Yeah, that's it. The roosters aren't clicking an attack. Just, but even that, even those base numbers are down on what. Well, he's normally chugging out sixty man, yeah, like minimum kind of thing. So, alrighty, alright, Dane Gray. Yeah, Murray's the one you want if you're not going to go like that. Yeah, he just keeps busting out scores. Dane Gray, Regger. lads, I'm in the market for a premium second row forward this week. Do who do I trade in? Out of Talakai, David Fafita, and IPAP. David Fafita will play Origin. The other two don't play round 13 either. Leaning towards IPAP for the dual flexibility. i got IPAP on top and I have form on the moment. You'd have to go Talakai on top of David. Oh, yep. Yeah, that's the way I go too. IPAP's number one pick there. Um, is the dearest, but... Worth not 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 by a great deal. Like they're all around the seven to seven hundred thousand mark. I think. Yeah, seven fifty. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's what we understand, man. Yeah, but no, nah, yeah, David Feeder for me. He he'd be the pod of the lot at the moment. Um, just on the work rate and shit as well. Like Talakai's efforts seem to be a bit more week to week, and so do IPAPs. I mean, Sharks have had good draws too. That's the thing you've got to remember. Sharks, sharks. draw. He's yeah, got it, it's better. It, so. it never really changes. That's what I keep forgetting. So it's just got better again. So, yeah. Um, All right, there you go. That's the way I go. Yeah, I'm the same. No, I'm good. Lance George. Happy with my score this week, even though it's low. I'd also put Cam Murray in that conversation too, probably. IPAP, Cam Murray, and then Talakai. Yeah. Right, eh? Thank you, Con. Uh, all right, Lance George, happy with my score this week, even though it's a low thirteen ninety six. 
with Harry Rushton starting with 18 and Jamin Salmon starting with 13. That's not bad, 13.96 and still having two blokes score under 20. Mm. Rushton dropped, though. Why'd you bring him in? Unless he was uh, an A nightmare. I he, mean, because that's what he is. Yeah. We might have had him... As an AE, thinking he'd never get a run, and he did. That's what I mean. As enough, know? like yeah, yeah. So yeah, but I doubt it would have played him if. Not bad the though. Thirteen ninety six. That's me. good. Uh, Kate Holbert is Talakai a must have now, or have I missed the boat? I don't think you've missed the boat if you personally think they're must haves. As um, if you think this form continues, get him. He is you, a must have. If you have a look at their drawer and you. Look, he's not going to score 166 every week, but on potential, he's got 90s in him every week, yeah. They've kept him as a caged animal on the bench, man. <clears throat> when he has gotten the, the starting spots, he runs right. Well, he's he, only getting better. If he can score 114 against Melbourne, he can turn up on anyone. See what I mean? Because he's, he's that strong. He can run through anyone in the back line, man. Oh, yeah, when, when we played him, he gave Gags an absolute bath. Yeah. And Gags has been on fire until that Gag, point. Yeah. Gags pretty good defensive centre. Yeah. All right, Gary Barnes. All right, guys. This is this is a question. Evening, fellas. I think it's time to grab Cleary and Papali at the expense of Moses and Olukowatu. Do I pull the trigger? Yes, reluctantly. Yeah. Yeah, like Olukowatu's like be hesitant sale for me. Yeah, but who's but, he going to? IPAP. Nathan Cleary and yeah, IPAP. Well, that's it. I mean, they're just the, they are the top of their games. Yeah. They are the top of their positions. They are the literal must-haves. And if you've got, say, like, Pafita, Murray and Talakai already, IPAP's the only missing piece. And if you have to sacrifice Olukawatu to get it. Sorry, yeah. Olukawatu. Well, he does need to try Olukawatu. Yeah. You know, so he's not going to score tries every week. So there's going to be weeks where he's... Don't say that. Not, well, there's going to be weeks where IPAP's definitely out-basing him. Oh, IPAP's out-basing him every week. So, yeah. But even, with the, even sometimes, if Olaquatu scores a try, IPAP could still out-base him. Yeah. It's not out of the realm's possibility. That's it. When IPAP scores tries, like when Cam Murray scores tries, these guys go up to the 100. Whereas Olaquatu isn't quite cracking the 100 yet, yeah. even with the try. He's doing really well. He's in my team. But, yeah, I was thinking he might be a keeper, but I'm not sure if he's actually... See what he's like when he comes back from suspension. He's, he's probably a, like 50, 45 to 60 man on a good day and then 80 to 95-ish with a try kind of thing. He doesn't have those big ones. Yeah. He had a double. That's it. He'd need a double, I reckon, to get over the century at this point. Yeah. All right, Scotty Duncan. Corey pakes in for Randall so that I can use the money to upgrade current to IPAP. Yep. Hard to trust Kevy's nah. team selections, though. Yeah, see, that's the thing. Like, if you're using a trade to do it, there's so much more at stake than just... Well, like, the thing is... The move to IPAP, I definitely back. Like, a current IPAP, 100%. But... Is, is, can you look at it like this, right? If you're never, ever thinking about using Corey Pakes... Like you never, if you're not going to play him, you're just taking the gamble on the cash, and you just like you just hope that he nuffs himself out, like he just be shit and Turpin comes back and no more Corey Pakes. <sighs> that that'd be your only saving grace. Otherwise, I just see him getting stuck there at three three thirty. 
Well, I guess you not being able to like, upgrade do, or downgrade. Do you see yourself handing me two hookers at the end of the year? I see myself hopefully if. Dependent on Brendan Smith. If you don't see yourself two hookers, you cash Randall out, take his money, use it on your team, and once Pakes peaks in another 150-odd K or whatever, how long this run continues, cash him out for enough, take his money and bulk your team up again. See, my only lucky lucky thing was I jumped on Heverington like a reet. Uh, just no no good. I jumped on Heverington. He, I... Um, Thought that I'll get on him. He'll do. He'll do. Um, what's old mate's name? With the long hair. I thought he'll do Carrigan like stuff. He didn't, but he's got the dual hooker. Now I don't play him anyway, but I can easily cash Randall out, move him up there, and I don't have to pakes on. Um, what I'm just, talking about you. Yeah, I know, but I'm <laughs> saying like there's other people out there that got cotters. And they've got other people... Yeah, but people. they're not the same price point as Pakes. He's doing it to generate cash. Yeah, just to see that if, if you're looking at him as a bloke that you you want to try to make big money off, I don't see it happening. Yeah. You know? He's All just right. going to get stuck there. All right, Richo. Should I delete the app? Only got 1568. I feel it's under par. Yeah, I'd probably get it, get it out of the game. Captain Joey Manu, he said. No, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but if he had him, he probably would have. Um, probably does have him. All right, brother Saxy. Schneider to Hines or Fermor to Talakai? Fuck me, Saxy. They're, they're, they're power plays, bro. Um, Con, what way do you go first? For me, I think Hines has got the more consistency. Talakai. Then Talakai. Well, I mean, look what happened, right? Like, Hines has scored well constantly. Last week, he didn't score well at all. That was against some Melbourne, but they're going to choke Nate for points. Do you know what I mean? What? Sharks played Melbourne last week when he scored a 35. And this week? What scored at 97. Okay, so yeah, still did decent. You know, so like, he's... I just on Talakai's minus fifty on break even alone. I, that's what puts me on Talakai's side. With Hines is thirty odd still in fifty nine, fifty one. Really? That's it. With another hundred this week, he's going to be eight hundred and fifty thousand dollars kind of thing. And then if if he does get picked for Origin, yeah, I'll just come out, take the cash, upgrade two or three people, use a boost, or, or yeah. No, I can't, I can't see him getting picked for Origin, but. Oh no, Freddie! Money. They're floating on here, but no way. He's too many for me. Like you, you're already picking like centers, uh, fullbacks in the centers. If you're gonna go that way, it's surely Campbell Graham, Stephen Crichton, or even Zach Lomax has yeah. shot before a Talak. No offense to Talak, like he's a second row break. Right. He's been doing it for four weeks. Yeah. I think I think he might have come through the grades in the centres too. Yeah, he did, but he's predominantly a second rower. Like, I think Cheryl will be fit anyway in yeah. these conversations. Redundant. Doesn't matter, yeah. Okay. Um, again, Talakai must have Michael Mizzy and someone else asked that bit wait there. And Jared Swan said bring in Hines or Talakai as well. I'd go Talakai over Hines. Yeah. All right. Now, look. Uh, Alex Brems hit a fourteen thirty seven. Not happy. 
uh, some monster scores out there. So he wasn't happy with 1437. That's just ungrateful, yeah. Alex. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear about it. Really. So moving on then. All right, Saxy. No, I'm only fucking yeah. Almost 1400 and we'll likely see red arrows. Is this what it's? Is this what it feels like when doves cry? I reckon it is. We asked Quinton, what's his name? Uh, Kevin Nimmit, got to sell current guys. Who would you bring in? Got Huss, Ipat, Lolo, and Talakai. Murray. Cam uh, Murray for you. There you, you go. Um, if I got Jules, um, I don't know. Nobody, no, nobody comes close to Huss, Ipat, and nah, Talakai. No, you just look at that, you just it's think, it, if, fuck. No, and that's it. If you can get Murray in there, you've got. Bang, your forward pack is strong. And cram, cram stemic, should I just delete the app? No, you shouldn't, bro. It's what we do for this time of year. Once you become All right. at one with your team, you'll be right. <coughs> well, that's us for the week, I think, boys. Sweet. Thank you Have very a good much. week, guys. Yeah, that's it. Thank you very much for listening. Enjoy your super coach in round eight. Um, we'll see you next week. Cheers. Peace.